right here is everything you need. This ain't no get rich quick thing. Create your own economy. Cause we ahead of the crypto curve. Yeah. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. Yeah. Learn from the queen of crypto, your host. Naja Roberts, leading people out of financial slavery through Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. Learn to get left behind. All right. All right, everyone. Welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. Today is January 17th, 2023, and we have got a lot to talk about. There is a lot of foundational things that we need to cover. I know that we said we were doing pretty much a sequel and we had to jump back and forth. So I'm going to bring you all back up to speed. But first and foremost, our cryptocurrency quote of the day says, our stomachs quiver at the prospect of our money changing. Today's leaders and managers have no choice but to acknowledge that the dead, the digital revolution is here right now and here forever. Again, it is here right now and here forever. It's not going anywhere. That's Naja Roberts. And so as we look at what has happened over this three-day weekend, we're really excited just about all the movement in the cryptocurrency space, specifically the Bitcoin space. And one of the things that I do know is that I get to affect change in more African-American and Latino families when the price of Bitcoin is going up because we tend to like to buy when things are on the rise and not when they're on sale as it relates to cryptocurrency. But I see this all the time. So my phone is being ringing off the hook. Our exchange phone is being ringing off the hook. And when the price of Bitcoin is low, when they need to be purchasing it, they're just very silent. So it's interesting to see. But right now, ladies and gentlemen, looking at our market, we are at twenty one thousand three hundred and thirty four dollars. We are up in the last hour. We are up in the last twenty four hours, point thirty three percent. And in the last seven days, we are up twenty two point two percent. Now, I am not saying that to tell you that we're going to keep going higher and higher. In fact, you will always hear me say for the next year, I would love to see us stay where we were, which was 12, 13, 14, 15, and just keep trading sideways to give our community an opportunity to wake up figure out what's happening and get in where they fit in. And so I am really hoping that this is not a signal that we are going back up into the 40s, the 50s, and the 70s. I'm not excited about that right yet. 
right now. And so I want to make sure that I am clear that, yes, 21000 is a good deal. And especially for some of you individuals that may have purchased Bitcoin around the 30s, the 40s and the 50 mark. Bitcoin is going to retrace. It's going to find its way. You're going to do just fine. I just need everyone to take a deep breath and understand that this is the way this market rolls. We're only 14 years old and these types of ebbs and flows, ups and downs, volatility are sure to happen. Now with Ethereum, Ethereum is at $15,883. It's down in the last hour. 0.43% is down in the last 24 hours, 0.14%, and it has grown in the last seven days, 18.16%. And if you look at all of the other top cryptocurrencies on CoinMarketCap, you will find that most of them are down in the last hour, the last 24 hours, but up pretty much um, anywhere. I see anywhere from 3% to Man, Solana is at 41% in the last seven days. And so, again, people get involved with different cryptocurrencies based on what they're doing, that what the project is doing, what problem they're trying to solve, and what other people are doing on that platform has all to do with the price of the actual base cryptocurrency. And Solana is one of those base cryptocurrencies. But Solana had some turmoil going on last week. So we just got to be careful as to what we're investing in. And so I am playing the sure fire thing right now. And that is Bitcoin. Again, I am a recovering alcoholic. (laughs) No, I'm a recovering coinaholic. I'm being funny. A recovering coinaholic that is still taking my 12 step classes to make sure I stay away from things that are not healthy for me and my financial portfolio. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we will jump into the cryptocurrency conversation and we will get back into what we were talking about uh, as late as last Wednesday. So when we come forward, this is KBLA Talk 1580. In a moment, more with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right, welcome forward, welcome forward. We're going to have another serious talk today because as I've been telling and trying to preach to everyone, there are a lot of bad things that are happening. I believe, however, in hope and prosperity, and I really believe that we can win, which is why I am doing this radio show. That is why we're trying to give out so much education. That's why we're trying to embrace our community and spoon feed everyone into this cryptocurrency space to so that we can take our rightful place where we need to be to make sure that we are prosperous. So with that being said, we cannot have our heads in the sand and we have to know what's coming so we know how to deal with this thing correctly. Now, the good news, ladies and gentlemen, is that we're all going to make it. You know why? I know why. Because you're paying attention and I'm paying attention and together we are actually going to navigate this thing and there is a lot of hope and prosperity at the end of the tunnel and just 
saying that just warms my heart because I'm excited about what our future looks like. Contrary to how I felt when I was actually doing regular financial services, I just always felt like there was something better, but there was no options. And so because we found this option, I'm just so excited to share it with you. But I do want to say that if you'd like to find out how to work with me in 2023 to create wealth, build wealth, grow and protect your wealth, I have multiple ways for you to do just that. You can go to the NajaRoberts.com website and fill out the information form and somebody from my staff will get back with you. Or you can send me a text message at 424-317-7373. And for those of you who have never sent me a text message, please do so because I'm going to start very soon wishing all of the Cryptopians a happy birthday on their birthday on the show. So make sure that you send me a text message. And when you do that text message, my staff is going to ask you for your birthday and all that. And we'll have that information. So again, 424-317-7373. So, all right, let's get to it. There have been so many things going on in the last couple of shows that each day we've had to stop with our regular planned program to actually give you the content based on where I was in Houston and some of the things about Martin Luther King yesterday. However, today we're jumping back into what we were talking about in those cycles and us understanding the structure that is about to come forward. And so we're used to our government or we're used to the Federal Reserve Bank and governments and different individuals giving us everything that we need in reference to what we're watching on TV, how, what we're able to say, uh, the laws and regulations and some of those things. And I shared with you, I believe it was last Thursday that we are at the end of a 250 year political revolution cycle. So again, you can look these things up. I'm not going to go all the way back through, but I just want to make sure that you understand that we're at peak centralization and peak globalization. And that's what we talked about. We talked about these NGOs pulling strings. And that was like the IMF, the World Economic Forum, the World Health Forum. All of those are non-governmental agencies by uh, individuals that were not elected by us, meaning the general populace, but they are leaders and they are reshaping the world in their vision. These organizations have massive power and influence and they are starting where everybody who has and controls everything starts. And that's with the money. So I also am going to continue to say he who controls the money controls everyone's world. And with that, there are so many powerful and influential organizations directing the world and they're stating their goals out loud, which is how I'm able to bring that information to you because I no longer have to dig too much to find this information. It's out there. It's not a conspiracy. This is pure facts. So there are some key things that you need to know about these NGOs and what they're working on to continue to usher in. Well, what they're trying to do is continue to usher in the new power, which is themselves. 
and there are new times ahead. They have a big plan. And I've been telling each and every one of you what we need to do. We have to have a plan in place. And if you don't have a plan in place, you need to create a plan. It doesn't matter if you have a lot of money or a small amount of money. Start where you are, get in where you fit in, stay consistent. But when you get this plan in place, you must always be moving forward. So you've heard some of these terms that I'm about to bring to your uh, recollection. I know that you've heard them. You've probably listened on the news and don't know what they're talking about. But you've heard them say, build back better or the great reset. So 2020 to 2030, in my opinion, is when the great reset is going to happen. There's a book that I bought and read by a gentleman by the name of Claus Suave. And he wrote a book entitled, um, this book was, was talking about the great reset. And it explained the existence, existing systems of the world that would be rebuilt under the control of these non-government organizations. And every system in the world is going to operate under them because they're going to be destroyed first and then they're going to be rebuilt under their control. So when I talk about destroyed, I am a firm believer that everything that has been implemented that was drastic was because of some catastrophe. So there has to be a catastrophe, either natural, for those of you that don't believe in com conspiracy theory, or intentional. So the World Trade Center, they implemented all these new rules and regulations and laws for our protection, right? And then we had COVID and they implemented all these rules and regulations based on our safety, right? And so that is what I want you to start to think about as we think about what is going to occur that's going to allow them to really move our money or change our money. And so we look at these, of course, the Great Reset. The other one is these public and private partnerships. Now, I need everyone to listen long and hard. There is a push for public and private par partnerships. This is nothing new. This is uh, fascism, uh, but it was said that it was corporatism or the governments or the corporations working together to shape, push, and enforce policy. But think about this. The FBI pushing Twitter to do things that go against the Constitution, like shutting people's account down. Now, some people do need to be quiet, but I think that we have things in place that give you freedom of speech. However, this is a part of what we see happening. So a liberty taken from one is a liberty taken from all, whether we believe or whether we agree with whatever these individuals are saying. So I'm not saying I agree with them, the individuals that they have censored, but I am taking a look at the fact that their freedoms being taken are eventually going to be our freedoms taken. But a private company can get away with doing a lot of things in this space. So 
this new thing called public-private partnership, you're going to start to hear it more and more. And then there are some stakeholder capitalism going on. So the current owners of businesses control and direct the business, right? In this new proposed model, the stakeholders have total control, not the owners. But who are these stakeholders and how do they control? They do this through quantitative met metrics. And so, yes, that's the ESG. And we were going over all of the different uh, acronyms and things like that. I'm not going to keep going back into those. But history, again, will tell us that this is not something that is new. It's just a word that they've changed. It means the same thing. And, and it is responsible. These new Organizations coming forward are really literally responsible for the deaths of hundreds of millions of people, socialism and communism. And so we just got to pay attention to these things as they usher them in. Basically, a small group of people who think that they know what's best for the rest of the world. And history shows us through centralization that centralization always leads to manipulation. No matter what we do, no matter how we try to change things, centralization always wins. So when we look at these private um, non, well, they're nonprofit organizations that have leaders that were not elected by us, but they run things, we're just going to look at a couple of companies who have already partnered with the World Economic Forum, WEF, for their private partnerships. And you've got to know that this is a public-private partnership. You're going to continue to hear that word, and you'll know exactly what's going on. They're going to get in bed with these companies, and these companies will be uh, at their every whim to do exactly what these organizations tell them to do, or they'll pull the plug on their operations. So these are the strategic partnerships that I found, ladies and gentlemen. You've got MasterCard, you've got Mitsubishi, you've got the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, you've got Amazon, Alibaba, Bank of America, BlackRock. I told you all BlackRock owns the mass majority of country, companies in this country. Citigroup, Chevron, let me see, Dell, Deutsche Bank, Goldman Sachs, Google. This is going to be an incredible thing. PayPal, believe it or not, the Open Society Foundation. This is Mr. George Soros, and I'm not going to get into who is entangled with George Soros, but that is a pretty big deal in our community, and Procter and Gamble. So that means all of our toothpaste and our soaps and Procter and Gamble owns a lot of different things. And so all of the images and the commercials and the things that are coming across, 
I want you all not to look at the products as you're watching commercials. I want you to look at what the ulterior motive is for the commercial, because I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen, but I am seeing almost 98% of the commercials when I'm passing by a television, because I don't watch TV, but when I'm passing by a television or I'm maybe in the airport or on the plane, I am seeing multicultural um relationships and I'm seeing uh, African-American women being pushed to the most. There's just so much stuff going on specifically as it relates to uh, all of the major big box brands. I'm just saying, wow, when did we get this popular where they're just doing all these things? There has to be a reason that every time you turn on the TV, you see a black young lady with some other nationality as a husband, but just black women in general, black families, like it is, it, it for some reason is just, it's it where I should be excited about seeing people that look like me on TV. I just know that there's a motive. And so I think just a little bit differently than everyone else, but UPS Verizon Visa, they're all the Coca-Cola company. They are all, doing this new public-private partnership with all of the organizations that are in the running to run this world. And so let me spell this out thoroughly because I'm teaching you um, and these things I'm going to come back to every now and again so we can remember what, you know, what we talked about before. So the businesses right now are being used to push this agenda. And again, we're seeing it all the time. What is this agenda? What is it all about? Who or why are they trying to gain control? It's all about control because as their power and corruption grow and they become, it becomes more evident that we, the people get mad. We want to organize and we want to do something about it. And of course, they can't allow that to happen, y'all. So the power struggle ensues and there are more tools that they come up with. They can create more controls, more censorship, more restrictions on speech and movement. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I have been barred off Instagram and Facebook just for trying to educate people on money. Maybe it's saying some of the things that I'm saying right now because they don't want this information to get out. But I want you to do your own research. Figure out that what I'm saying is not a conspiracy. It is absolutely the truth. Take yourself to the International Monetary Fund website. Take yourself to the World economic forum website take yourself to the world health organization website and read it they're putting that there for all to read and there is a quote that i hear all the time that i absolutely hate and i wish it wasn't so in our community but i got your back on this one because i'm a dig and find it out it states that if you want to hide a secret or the truth put it in a book because black folks in america won't read it and so i'm going to make sure that i get us there so ladies and gentlemen when we come forward after news traffic and sports we will continue this life altering information this is kbla talk 1580 courage is contagious contagious we're kbla talk 1580 this is kbla talk 1580 where hate meets a scholarly match Hey, hey, hey. All right, welcome forward, welcome forward, 
we are going to jump right into our cryptocurrency news because there are some important things that you need to know because a lot of us don't get this information on the 12th of January there was actually a press release that went out and it didn't get out to our community. You know, they send this to the Wall Street Journal, the Times Magazine. They send it to all the big publications, not to say that our small organizations are insignificant. They can pick it up, but a lot of them want to stay away from this digital money. So we don't get the information all the time. But on the 12th, it stated that the Digital Dollar Project hired some key staffers to expand the United States Central Bank digital currency exploration in 2023. So the Digital Dollar Project, you're going to hear that DDP, the Digital Dollar Project, a nonprofit focused catalyzing the public discussion around the US CBDCs. So ladies and gentlemen, they announced that day that they were hiring new support for the strategic growth of the policy and research and experimentation teams. So they're going to be experimenting on the American public. The DDP, and I'll keep saying it out so you all get used to it because it's new. The Digital Dollar Project is growing to meet the domestic changes of a varying advanced a system internationally and domestically development developing the central bank digital currencies and these new executives that they are hiring have strategically worked in the middle of central banking technology and global money development for decades so let me make sure that you're clear everything that they were doing in the old money system they have gone and got those great minds in the old money system and they're bringing them into their new money because the fact remains that they still want to control the money, control the people, control everything about it. They just want to do it now in the digital space so they can keep up with what the digital um, ecosystem is bringing about. And ladies and gentlemen, I was watching Bloomberg this morning and the United States is behind. We are behind all of the other countries that have already implemented and started it, started the digital dollar. And so right now, America is trying to work aggressively to get this solved. And so they've hired a massive amount of individuals. And I'm almost sick to my stomach to tell you all what they are making financially a year being a part of this CBDC because the government understands and these non-government organizations that we talked about, they understand how critically important it is to make sure that they're ahead of this digital revolution. The, dev the digital revolution is here. You just have to know, ladies and gentlemen, it is not going anywhere and that everyone that is inside of this world is going to have to come to terms with the fact that money is digital. Won't be any more coins, won't be any more paper eventually. And I don't know how long this is going to uh, take to take place. But just as I said at the top of the show, I believe that 2020, 
through 2030 is going to be the, the time frame by which all of this is implemented. And so that was the first thing that came out on January the 12th. And then I got another or article that just came out that I wanted to make sure that everyone is understanding about the CBDCs, the central bank digital currencies, because they are launching and they have a pilot pro project going right now. And so we are looking at a well-designed CBDC that can help provide real-time views of risks and currency outflows to help implement specific and targeted measures to prevent financial contagions and spreading a further event of crisis. Ladies and gentlemen, this means with their central bank digital currency, if they want to slow spending, they no longer will have to do what they've been doing, which is raising the interest rates to help you stop spending. They're going to be able to say, just like your bank does, you can only spend $2,000 a day with your debit card. If you're lucky, you got $5,000 a day. And then when you reach that limit, you've got to call into the bank and ask the bank to raise the limit so you can take your own money out of your bank account. The CBDCs being rolled out are going to do exactly that. If they need to stop us from spending, they're going to say, well, today, ladies and gentlemen, all you can take out is $500 and that's going to be your limit. And I highly doubt you're going to get a customer service desk to raise your limit because it's just not going to happen. It's going to be a a massive program and there's going to be no way that they can give you the right type of service. They're going to tie these things to your bank. Yes, but your banks are only going to be able to do what these NGOs allow them to do. And for those of you that don't know what NGOs are, you're going to have to listen to one of my other shows or the beginning of this show. So you can figure out who is going to be in control of the money. And so I am just, um, Really, it's so much information about what is about to happen and what we're not going to be able to do. And a lot of that seems a little bit speculative. It's speculation, but we know what a food stamp card does. And I always liken this CBDC to a food stamp card. You cannot take a food stamp card to Best Buy and buy a TV because you can only buy food with it. Well, this CBDC will probably be on, in the form of a card because they're going to try to help you wrap your brain around it. So you're not just going to have all digital currency like you do on your cell phone where you just scan a QR code and pay for things. You're going to have that. But I really feel like they're going to come out with some sort of card to really help us internalize what we're doing in this space. But that being said, you're not going to be able to take that CBDC card to any place and, and and buy or patronize who you want or give money to support whatever cause you want. It is just not going to happen. Just like it didn't happen for the truckers up in Canada. They stopped them short. They froze bank accounts. They froze cryptocurrency accounts. Anything that they could do to stop those truckers from moving forward, they did it. And so we've got to look at all of these things 
that have happened in history. And unfortunately, that was just at the beginning of last year. But we've got to look at history to see where we're going and what the possibilities are. And I'm one of those people that are always sitting somewhere where someone looks someone dead in the eye and says, oh, they can't do that. They won't do that. And the answer to that and my response is always they can, they will, and they are. And so whatever you can think of, they're going to figure out how to get it taken care of. And we have got to make sure that we control our money. So we don't have to go to an 800 hotline when this CBDC run, comes out and, and ask for permission to spend a thousand of our hard earned dollars because the feds are saying we need to slow down on spending. So we need to have our own digital currency in our own digital wallet so that we can interact how we want, when we want and when we want. So ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we will jump into our next segment, which is ask Naja Roberts. And in the next couple of days, if you have anything that you would like to ask me, feel free to go to ask, excuse me, go to NajaRoberts.com and click on ask Naja Roberts. A form will pop up. You can ask me anything you want about any cryptocurrency or anything in the space. And I will ensure that I answer it live on the air. So when we come forward, we will get back into the conversation. We've got a lot to talk about. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Old money, old money, new money, new money. We've got you covered. Keep it locked to the midday money chain on KBLA Talk 1580. Now, let's get back to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. Yesterday, we had a lot to talk about, and I'm going to actually delve back into just a tad bit of the information we were talking about yesterday on the Ask Naja Roberts. When someone asked me, why do we store gold uh, versus Bitcoin or should they store gold versus Bitcoin? I say do both. Again, I'm not a financial advisor providing financial advice, but just going back to that conversation yesterday because I didn't have a real long time to really explain it. But I thought of an analogy and I want to make sure that I get that analogy out there today. The average interest rate for any savings account, ladies and gentlemen, is a meager 0.05%. My husband and I uh, were with a company and we did this pilot type of test. I'll call it a test uh, where we put $100,000 in the bank on January 1st. We waited till the end of the year to pull that $100,000 out to see how much interest we would get on that $100,000. And ladies and gentlemen, we got a whopping $5.25. Yes, $5.25. And so what I am going to say to you that when you have money in the bank, you are losing money because the rate of inflation is normally um, normally not as high as it, it is right now. But right now it's at a 40 year high of 7.9%. This is startling. And the conclusion is the dollars that you have in the bank it's impossible for you to be making any money off of those things because of the amount of interest that they're given that they're giving you. So imagine that your dollars are ice cubes sitting in a bowl in a in a room temperature 
uh, space slowly melting away. And now imagine the Federal Reserve putting a bowl in the microwave, this same bowl with this ice on it, and they hit 30 seconds on the microwave. And every time that button hits, they print more money because your cash is slowly melting away. And so we got to make sure that we understand so you can save for your future in the right way, but you can't do it when inflation is out of control and the interest rate doesn't exist. It's just backwards. And so that's what's happening with us right now. But Bitcoin is deflationary, which is why I like to use it as a store of value. Unlike dollars, its purchasing power has increased exponentially since it was invented. Again, it started at zero. So it's exponential, whether it's 69 or 21,000 like it is today. This can be explained by Bitcoin's fixed issuance schedule combined with its limited supply. We know that there are 19 million plus Bitcoin in existence right now today, but there are only going to ever be 21 million Bitcoin ever, ladies and gentlemen, ever. They won't be able to the miners will not be able to create more than 21 million Bitcoin. So why am I so big on us buying a little bit here and a little bit there and a little bit here and a lot more some days and a lot less some days is because 19 million are already in existence. And if there's only 21 million that are ever going to be created, we've got to do a great job at stacking as much as we can right now. And that is totally ever uh, all the Bitcoin that there will ever be. Bitcoin is the most transparent and reliable money, in my opinion, that was ever created, making it a savings vehicle for long term. And again, that is my opinion. So I want each and every one of you to remember our segment called Ask Naja Roberts, because you have the ability to ask me any question that you would like. And I am going to answer your question. So you can go to NajaRoberts.com and you can just click on Ask Naja Roberts or you can send me that text message as I stated before. Or if you are looking to make 2023 a great year and you want to save, you want to invest, you want to really pay attention to the cryptocurrency space, I don't do all cryptocurrencies. I used to back in 2017, 2018. Again, I'm a recovering coinaholic, uh, but I can really help you pay attention to what matters. And so there are many ways that you can work with me to create wealth, to maintain your wealth, to grow your wealth, to grow your plan and all of those things. So you can reach out to me on social media to get those things done as well. I want to make sure while we're right here, because you're not asking me the question, but I get hundreds of text messages and emails a day that ask me, is it me asking people how their trading is going with Bitcoin? Those are scam accounts. There are over 73 scammers on just Instagram that are trying to uh, extract money from your bank account utilizing my name. I am Naja Roberts, nothing else, no double letters, no underscores, no dots, no 
nothing, just nausea robbers. So please, please, please do not hold conversations with people. It is not in your best interest to do anything other than report them. And so I want to take the time to say that because scammers are going to come fast and furious. Again, we're about to have our own TV station and we're also about to have our own reality show. And so as we grow, we're going to have more scammers and maybe just maybe since they're not cutting off all of my followers and people can't see how many real followers I have and all those things, they'll give me the check marks that I need on social media so people know it's the real account and to keep them safe. And so we're working on that in the background. So ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we are going to uh, get into our daily dollar cost average. But before we do, I want to ask each and every one of you to find at least three people and ask them to download the ahead of the crypto curve app on the cell phone. Please do that. Download the app so that they can listen in wherever they are in the country or they can come on live here. But we want to let people know about ahead of the crypto curve, because next week I'm going to go over some Bitcoin basics. We're going to spend five days digging down to the basics to make sure that everyone is up to speed as we start out this year, because there is an incredible year ahead of us. So next week, all next week, all five days, we're doing Bitcoin basis basics the rest of this week we're going to get in and continue to talk about the different cycles that are happening that are converging at once that are going to make or break this country based on our economic status and we want to be on the other side of money so with that ladies and gentlemen when we come forward this is kbla talk 1580 you're linked to the midday money chain with lynn richardson and naja roberts exclusively on kbla talk 1580 Looking for legitimate political discourse without the bear spray? Tune in and speak out. KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for our daily dollar cost average. You know, I say a DCA a day keeps poverty away. And we are going to continue every day live until April 1st buying $6 worth of Satoshis live on air. A Satoshi is the smallest increment of a Bitcoin, just like a penny is the smallest increment of a dollar. And we got to keep poverty away. So this DCA, this dollar cost averaging helps us in the good times get And when I say good times, I mean, when the price is low, we get more Satoshis. When the price is high, like today, we get less Satoshis. But we take advantage of all of it, getting rid of our volatility. So let's open up your Black Wall Street wallet live on the air here. And you're going to click on the purple circle in the middle with the two arrows that go each direction. You're going to click on buy Bitcoin. We're going to click on $6. Now you can set this up and forget it so you don't have to do this with me every single day. Uh, But that's all it takes. You just click continue and you've purchased your Satoshis. Voila, that's all it takes. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm asking that you do not touch that dial. It is time for the D.L. Hughley show. D.L. Hughley is up next. I want to thank each and every one of you for rocking with me. Your host, Naja Roberts, on the head of the crypto curve, where we are creating Satoshi millionaires one day at a time, 
one family at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. You're listening to Nadja Roberts on the head of the crypto curve. Please follow her on all social media platforms at Nadja Roberts. No underscores, no dots, no numbers, just Nadja Roberts. Let's close the wealth gap. It's our turn. Or get left behind. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.